Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. Well, welcome. Happy official December and happy Monday. Glad to practice with you guys as always. Those of you in the live class know, you know, last month there was a guest teacher in our live class. I didn't teach. And it ended up being the biggest gift. I couldn't even begin to fathom what I would have done had that not happened because my kids have been sick since Halloween. I'm not exaggerating. Like one virus, then another, then another. One kid gets it, then the next kid gets it. I'm like, what on earth do people do when they don't have flexible jobs? I mean, it has been beyond stressful. And every week, a new fever pops up and a new week of missed school happens and the whole slate of meetings gets canceled again and all the deadlines get pushed again and all the emails get ignored again. And I have been feeling just this continual rise of total chaotic overwhelm. Like, will I ever climb out of this hole? Now, this is my own example, and I'm confident that everybody listening has your own version of that. Sick kids or not, right? We, we have our own version of something happens, and then something else happens, And then something else happens, and all of a sudden we are in the bottom of a hole thinking, will I ever get out of this? It feels monumentally chaotic, stressful, overwhelming. And really what's happening is it's rubbing up against what we think should be happening in the moment. Like, this is a beautiful time of year. I love winter. And what do I really want to do? I want to go for a long walk. And then I want to sit on the couch with a good blanket and a good book and not move for a couple hours. I don't want a to-do list seven miles long. And the friction between those two things creates this tremendous discomfort. And so I've been reflecting on this for the last month, like, man, this is beyond difficult to maintain some level of balance in the middle of. And as I'm thinking about this, I'm also reading a book. And the book I was reading is called Nature Fix. And it's about the science behind why spending time in nature makes you healthier. It's really, it's a great book. And as I'm reading this, the author writes, I mean, I'm not even kidding when it's less than a page, but she makes this comment about fractals appearing in nature. And somewhere in that comment, she also uses the word chaos. And I was like, oh, this pertains to me. Let, me. let me pay attention to this. And I go and I Google fractals. And so this is what I read. I pulled this. Uh, this is a definition from the Fractal Foundation. A fractal is a never-ending pattern 
Fractals are infinitely complex patterns that are self-similar across different scales. They're created by repeating a simple process over and over and over in an ongoing feedback loop. Fractals are images of dynamic systems, the picture of chaos. Geometrically, they exist in between our familiar dimensions. Fractals exist in nature, trees, rivers, coastlines, mountains, clouds, seashells. And the definition ends with this sentence. A fractal tells a story of the process that created it. A fractal tells the story of the process that created it. And so I'm thinking about this, about how fractals show up in trees and rivers and blood vessels and in the paint splatter of Jackson Pollock's paintings even, they show up. They're everywhere. And if they're really everywhere, my question is, do they also show up in the intangible, in the invisible, in our thoughts, in our feelings, in our actions? Could that be possible? So I want to get super fancy and I'm going to share my screen with you. And the images that I'm going to show, can you see this? Give me a thumbs up if you can see, yeah? Okay, so I pulled this from fractalfoundation.org. And for those of you listening to the podcast, I'm going to link it in the show notes so you can see exactly what I'm showing the live class. But there's four pictures here on the left of fractals in nature. It shows a tree, it shows blood vessels, it shows hurricanes and a spiral galaxy. And so these, when you look at these branches in the tree or the branches in the blood vessel, the angles between each of these branches is the same, right? It just continues to kind of branch out and branch out and branch out and branch out. And you have to trace all the way back to the biggest possible branch to see the simplicity in the pattern. If you just look at it, it just looks like chaos. And so my invitation is when we practice, are we allowing it to pull us back enough to see the largest possible pattern? Because if, like me, something happens and you respond with X, and when you respond with X, it creates a little bit of anxiety or discomfort or displeasure because it wasn't what you wanted to do, but you felt you had to do it. And then because you have that anxiety, that discomfort in your system, and the next thing happens, you respond with X and a little bit more anxiety and discomfort happens. Do you see my branching? And it just keeps going out and out and out until I'm totally lost in the overwhelm. The deep work is, can I start to pull back to that very, very, very first root, the very first response that started my little chaotic response. I think, I believe that this is what our meditation practice is doing for us. Not, we don't have to do some special meditation. We don't even have to do anything differently. But what happens when we sit down and we practice, we're cultivating three qualities, right? We're cultivating presence, we're cultivating non-judgment, and we're cultivating compassion for ourselves. Presence is saying, stop right here. 
Stop in this exact moment. Yes, this thing just happened. And yes, you might respond in this way, but stop right here. And when you stop right here and you sit in that silence, what do you do but notice what you're thinking? And as you do this day after day after day, minute after minute after minute, you start to see the patterns. Every time I cancel a meeting, I'm silently saying to myself this. And when I say this to myself, I feel this way. So I do this thing. And as I can start to see that pattern and maybe even offer myself a bit of warmth, like, man, that's a, that's a lot of judgment to lay on myself. And maybe I don't have to, right? So I offer myself that warmth. Then in the waking day, off the cushion, the thing happens, the pattern starts, but I'm starting to build enough muscle memory, enough wakefulness to go, here it comes. I'm going to feel really bad because I have to cancel on this client again. And when I feel really bad, this is what I do. And when I do that thing, this is what happens next. So I'm not going to start the pattern today, right? A fractal is this like infinitely repeating pattern. What if our practice is the thing that can interrupt the pattern? And I think all it takes is patience and consistency. Because I'm not doing anything different than you're doing. I sit down and I set a timer. And sometimes it feels really good and sometimes all I can do is think about the stuff that I haven't gotten done or that I should be doing instead of this thing. But ultimately, each practice, there's just this little bit of awareness. And so this last month, you know, I started the talk tonight with this story about how tough this last month was. And I'm not going to pretend my meditation practice like made me fly through this with a rainbow. It did not. It has been a tough month. But I did make some choices that I, I wouldn't have made even probably two years ago. You know, so the first day both of my kids went to school at the same time on the same day, I didn't schedule a single client. I kept the out of office on my email that whole day. And I went and did the thing that I had wanted to do all month long, which was go take a really long walk in the woods and sit there in silence. And I turned my phone off and I didn't talk to anybody and I didn't do anything, which was a tremendous freedom. Right. And it was something that in my schedule I was able to carve out and do. It was something that I needed to do more so than jump in to the inbox that happened the next day. Right. And then pile on the meetings, which happened the day after. But I start making just these little choices that interrupt the pattern in some way. Because if there's no break, if you go from chaos and the minute the chaos breaks, you jump into a whole new round of chaos, the fractal continues. Yeah? All right. So we're going to do our practice. It's going to be the same practice we do every week. But maybe you're bringing this new level of awareness of how it invites this first shift from chaos to calm. And we've been seated, so we might wiggle around a little bit.
or uncross our legs, cross them the other way if you like. Let your hands rest down onto your lap. When you're ready, let your eyes close. If that doesn't feel quite right, you can always just take a soft gaze down towards the earth. And together, let's take a nice deep inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. And we'll just do that once more, inhaling deeply. Fill yourself up. Exhaling out a sigh. Simply allow your breath to flow. And start your practice by silently saying to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And you might just remind yourself that these words mean nothing more than let's sit here with presence. Let's let go of the judgment. And let's generate a little compassion for ourselves. In what is maybe one of the more chaotic moments for you. And we do this deep work by simply releasing through our hips and our thighs so that we're able to sit down just a little bit more fully. And we trace up the long length of our spine, letting the crown of the head reach up and back. And as you breathe, you imagine yourself smoothing out across your forehead. And you soften the skin around your eyes. You find a way to let go a bit through your jaw. through the inside of the cheeks and even the tongue. And as you breathe, I want you to notice if you're able to drop your shoulders back and down. Imagining your breath moving out across the tops of your shoulders. Letting the collarbone spread. Noticing how the chest rises and falls.
Letting go of the muscles in the belly. And noticing perhaps that when you breathe in, your belly expands a little bit. And when you breathe out, your belly draws back towards center, just a touch. Just letting yourself feel this for a moment, this expansion of the belly when you breathe in. The contraction as you breathe out. And in the same way, maybe you can notice that as you breathe in, the sides of your body expand outward in both directions. And when you breathe out, the sides of your body move towards center. Just feeling this for a moment. Inhales, you're expanding to the right and the left. And exhales, you're moving in towards center. And then as you're breathing in this next time, I want you to feel that your back expands just a touch. As you exhale, it moves towards center. The back expanding out towards the back of your chair when you breathe in. And pulling in towards the body as you breathe out. until ultimately you find that as you're breathing in, your torso is expanding in all directions. And as you breathe out, you're landing right at the center of your being. Letting yourself concentrate fully on this central point. You breathe in and you expand in all directions. 
And you breathe out, you land at the very root. We're going to settle into about nine minutes in silence. And we'll each just gently do our best to watch this movement of breath. Inhale, fractaling out in all directions. Exhale, tracing back to the simplest possible root, the center. And whatever thoughts, whatever distractions arise for you, instead of getting frustrated, maybe we get curious. Is this a branch of my particular fractal? When I come back to my next breath, will I get a little closer to center? Let's see what happens as we sit and we breathe in these minutes of silence.
I'm feeling your breath here. I'm noticing exactly where your mind is, where your attention is. Just taking this last minute just to feel your breath and to watch that thought process. As it feels right, you'll start to deepen your breath. And your inhales and your exhales grow a little bit. And you'll wiggle your fingers, your toes, feeling into the edges of your body. And when you're ready, draw your palms together in front of your heart like a prayer. Bow your chin now. Take a nice, full, deep breath in. Exhaling a sigh out of the mouth. Simply acknowledging yourself for the work that you've just done. Maybe offering yourself a bit of warmth in the season, whatever it may be for you. And when you feel ready, you can blink your eyes open, releasing your hands and your practice. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find this show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.